having a good day, we're here to ruin it. I'm Anna. And I'm Jordan. And this is Ruin Your Day. Hello. Hello. I'm going to try to hold it. Okay, so I are both no, on the couch. We are right both now. on the couch. It's going to be one of those days. We've had a lot going on. Also, if you like take if you kick the kickstand together, okay. And then you hold it from there. Ooh, okay. And anchor it like on your belly button. It works. Yeah, you kind of cut a you judge it. <laughs> you got to finesse it. <laughs> I feel weird, but you know what? I it's, think it's okay. Gonna, you know what? It's okay. This it's is okay. okay. You know what? This is, this is, is where we're at. It is what it is. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> listeners, we are both on the couch. Yes. Anna's cat threw a hissy fit at 2 a.m. because it didn't have water. She didn't have water. <laughs> I was like, it. <laughs> <laughs> she is a she. <laughs> she didn't have water. And so she threw a hissy fit, as most cats do. My dog doesn't even budge. <laughs> he, his, He's like, I guess I'll die now. <laughs> his soul accompanies mine at night. Like, our souls leave our body. We do not move. And then it, they come back down right before the alarm goes off. And, like, th- that is how we operate. Like, he's not going to throw a hissy fit at 2 in the morning yeah. unless he's sick. Yeah. She, and, you know, she every once in a while, she wants to be a brat in the middle of the night. Usually not, though. But last night, <laughs> on the night that I, I had trouble going to sleep in the first place, and then I finally get to sleep, and then I just suddenly wake up to her knocking literally everything <laughs> off of my nightstand. And I knew, I instantly knew, fuck, she doesn't have water, does she? And sure as shit, I looked in her water bowl. Nope, there's no water in there. And I was just like, you know what? That's on me. I, I, there's nothing. I, I can't even be mad at this point. Isn't it crazy how when you become a a pet parent, like how you just know things? Yes. Like yes. I could. I could again. Soul has left the body, dead asleep, <laughs> dead to the world. Clyde gets sick and starts heaving. I am awake and alert, and my hand is underneath his mouth, ready to catch vomit, oh, so I don't have to do <laughs> to do laundry in the middle of the night. That oh. Is- that is such a like a mom superpower. My mom has told me stories about like not necessarily like whenever I was a kid, but when she was a kid about my nana like holding her hands under her children and just, and just catch, just taking one for the team. Man. Yeah, just like that's the part of parenthood. That's well, there's many parts, but that's one of the parts of parenthood that I fear. Yeah, no, it's, it, I don't. Even, I am. I don't fear it because I don't want to experience it. Like, Boy, like it just sounds not fun. No, if 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 the dog has taught me anything, it's that I am a really mediocre parent at twenty seven <laughs> years old. <laughs> I got an emotional support dog to provide me emotional support, and yet I got a dog with more anxiety than I have. I was gonna say, I think you're his emotional support human at this I, point. Oh, one hundred percent am. One hundred percent. Oh, Clyde. Oh, Clyde. He's just, you know, I don't know. Same with Mia. She's just, she's just kind of here. She's just here. She, you know how they say dogs have owners, cats have staff. <laughs> 
You are her secretary. <laughs> her personal assistant. <laughs> Has been that way since day fucking one. Yep, that's about right. <laughs> but I love her more than life itself. It's fine. I accept it. I accept I, my fate. I've been Clyde's therapist since day one. <laughs> Again, you accept it. I accept it with with grace and dignity. Mm-hmm. Maybe only... not very much dignity. But... Yeah, no, no dignity. But I accept it. <laughs> oh, I do, Mia. Yep, Mia's just yelling at us right now. He's been very vocal the last couple times oh, I've been over. She's just <laughs> yeah. No, we're talking about you. We're t- we... yeah, 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 bitch. Ooh, maybe I that's <laughs> say maybe that's why she's so sassy. She calls me names too. <laughs> that's true. I've seen her do it. Yeah. Oh goodness. Uh, well, damn. Hello, everybody. Hi. <laughs> I think I already said hi to y'all. <laughs> it's fine. Welcome to Ruin Your Day podcast, where we ruin your day with horrible stuff, all the terrible things. And that was our singing corner. I'm done now. Yeah, that was karaoke corner. <laughs> and that that won't happen again today. It well, will, you know what? No promises. No promises. I but. enjoy, and I only do it with people that I'm very comfortable with, but I enjoy throwing in like a sing-song voice on oh, occasion. Yes. Oh, yes. Like I will have a serious conversation with you, and then all of a sudden I will sing the end. Yes. <laughs> like I started doing it at work. And I think all of the staff are just like, defect. <laughs> what have you done? Oh, hello, well, Mia. Who are you? Mia just decided to join us. Oh. Hello, child. Hello, my child. Hello. And Honestly, you're just hugging her butt. I am. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is what being a cat parent is. They always stick their ass directly into your face. Yep. And you just kind of have to take, and the fucking fur everywhere. Look mm-hmm. at that. It's just snowing fur in here. Mia. She gives zero shit. She- yeah. <laughs> she keeps meowing. She's so vocal. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. We're going to stop talking about my cat now. Um, <laughs> let's talk about something more important, and that is your Twilight journey. <laughs> okay. Okay, I want to set the stage. So <laughs> I've been watching NCIS out the wazoo. Yes. And because, honestly, nothing gets me more hyped than that intro and the fact that Leroy Jethro Gibbs is about to solve a murder. Oh, Okay. Yes. And, um... I decided, you know, hey, I've been watching a lot and I'm not really paying attention anymore. And that's not fair to Leroy Jethro Gibbs. No, I never just can just say Gibbs. It's it's his full name. <laughs> Leroy Jethro Gibbs. Gibbs. Yes, I agree. And um, so I was like, okay, I'll watch something else. And I was like, clicked on the Netflix. And the first thing that popped up was <laughs> Twilight because it's like in the top 10 of <laughs> Netflix. And you just boosted it. And you I, boosted it. To I like did. Number I one. Did. And so I watched it. And you were you were on this journey with me <laughs> through Snapchat. I was. But, so I'm watching it. And first of all, uh, and we discussed this. First of all, of if we're just talking now, in movies as a whole, the Twilight Saga, not great. No. Within the franchise itself, the first movie awful just so bad so so unbelievably like nostalgic and great in that way but so terrible acting terrible right wigs terrible makeup terrible cinematography terrible it's all bad music no good good okay i I was ready to fight you when you said the sound she told me this bitch told me (laughs) that she thought the soundtrack was okay name name 
two other songs besides Bella's Lullaby and Supermassive Black Hole? Eyes on Fire and When I Caught Myself and uh, Decode and Don't Don't Come for Me. Uh, okay, American okay. Mouth or whatever that one okay, is. At the okay. end. You know what? You Shush. Know what? You know what? That one's on me. That one's on me. <laughs> okay. It but it could like it's it it you know what? It's just not my cup of tea. It it was when I was angsty and 14 you have to be in the right mindset for it i will admit you do have to be like in the like 13 years later yes no (laughs) now now (laughs) supermassive black hole will always be something i jam out to yes i was about to say will always be a bop but that didn't like do it justice it didn't sit right it didn't sit right with my soul so it's always something i'm going to jam out to and as i told you my (laughs) It had to have been my sophomore year of high school. For Halloween, we dressed up as vampires, and I'll tell you the outfit in a second. Oh, yes. And then did, performed our Halloween cheer dance to Supermassive Black Hole. Yeah, yes. it was definitely my senior year because we had the one male cheerleader, oh. and he wore a cape. But here's, 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 <laughs> here's our outfit. Oh, Are you ready? God, I'm so ready. Hit me with it. Black long sleeve t-shirt. Okay. Well, like form fitted, uh, black tights. Oh God, I'm like hot for you. Like that just sounds. Red Sophie shorts. <laughs> okay. White makeup, like white foundation makeup. Oh Jesus. Oh God. Okay. Yeah, it gets worse. Oh. Um, reddish lips. Okay. And like dark black eyeshadow makeup kind of messy and then hair weirdly everywhere <laughs> and we were barefoot awful oh god oh, it was god, awful no. my senior year though if you want to talk about like from that year to my senior year about how much we improved i mean the dance was cool they fucked it up and i was really pissed off because like i i mean i'm sure this will shock anyone listening your girl's a perfectionist yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so i knew and that's one thing I did in cheer and I still do today is I make sure I know everyone else's part and my own. Like yeah. I could execute anyone else's part. Sure. So I knew that we were off count, but I was also a sophomore on varsity. And so no one listens to the sophomores because they're the youngest. And so no one listened to me. And so we did it wrong. Um, we were totally off count. And then our coach who had taught us the dance she made us do it again not during the pep rally but right after like she made us do it again oh my god and like with people with like no one there or yeah well like people milling about but we had to do it again she was so mad at us because we got it wrong oh my god i was like i could have told y'all this is not how it was supposed to be but okay um anyway it doesn't matter but what so (laughs) supermassive black hole will always have a special place in my heart um but like the the baseball scene like when they growl at each other <laughs> with the pitching scene where she or the uh, when she's just pitching yes. she's like doing a high kick which and is, then throw and then <sighs> has the worst throw like she's supposed to be an amazing pitcher and she does this high kick and then she it awful um it's, it's and then like so as I'm watching this, right, so, you know, I, like I said, so I'm through Breaking Dawn Part 1. And just the entire time, especially during Eclipse, I was like, first of all, 
in New Moon, Bella has severe depression yeah. and severe post-traumatic stress disorder because yeah. she is, was tried, like she has been almost killed twice. She yep. has severe depression and she, then she befriends or she gets back to going out with Jacob and they're fixing up this thing. And he's like, so, so she's got severe depression and has for like four or five months at this point. And Jacob's like, yeah. I love you. And I'm like, shut the Jacob? fuck. First of all, shut the fuck okay. up. You 15 year old hormonal asshole. <laughs> Part dog asshole. Okay. It, if you are Team Jacob out there, I'm just gonna come out and say it. We're about to lose half of our fa- of our listener base. You are trash. You are trash. <laughs> You're trash. He was the worst. He was the most toxic. I mean, Edward wasn't great. Ed- Edward's bad too. Edward, to, to bad. be clear, they're both bad. But I'm, between the personally, two, personally, I am Team Carlisle, and we will talk about that. In oh, a second. we're gonna get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> but jacob was toxic as hell especially in eclipse because he literally after he's like right before the fight scene um where he doesn't even protect bella yeah because he leaves to go fight the newborn the fact that we're having this conversation anyway (laughs) it's fine it's very um, my mental real my mental health is fine um (laughs) i haven't had these kind of deep discussions about it since high school anyway uh the fact that he was like, maybe I should just go get myself killed. I was like, that is, that is abusive. Mentally fucked up. That it, is abusive. And we thought that shit was so romantic. Oh my God. In middle school or high school, whatever. Like we thought that was the most like, oh my God, he would just rather die than be with her, than not be with her. And it's like, actually motherfuckers he's mentally abusing her he's literally he's literally gaslighting her mentally abusing her he is he is um and you know, narcissistic oh he's he is the most nar- it is all about jacob and do it, you think stephanie all- meyer knows this about jacob or do you think it was like she meant it to be romantic and i 100 percent think she meant it to be romantic oh stephanie Ma- you need to go to therapy I 100% do. She, yeah, like that's no good. No so, good. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. And then um, I got to thinking about it a little bit more as I was watching Breaking Dawn Part 1. And I was like, oh my God, they did this without, I think, realizing that they did this. But when she finds out she's pregnant. Yeah. And Edward is like, we'll get Carlisle to get rid of it. References as, as an it. Yeah. And, and Bella's like, um, it or this thing or it's a baby. Yeah. And, um, and Rosalie's like, say the word. It's a baby. It's a child. You know, it's a baby. Whatever. Um, there is some remnants of like pro-life versus pro-choice and women's choice and women's right to their own bodies and all this stuff like messaging mixed in there and I don't know if it was intentional or not I don't really think so I don't know um the fact that she goes to another woman to help her save the baby whenever when when her partner is like get rid of it you know I I don't know I could say that it was meant 
to be an argument for even like the other way that like abortion is bad, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, th- this is just a fact. This is just a fact. Stephanie Meyer is Mormon. Yes. Oh, which is, yeah, 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 yeah. So she's very, and she's very, um, or she was at the time of writing it very active in her church mm-hmm. and the Mormons and Christ- Christians as a whole. Don't How typically. did a Mormon write a love triangle Truly, book about I a don't human, a vampire, and know. a werewolf? Oh my God. Well, I remember watching the movies with my mom and her, my mom is very like marriage before sex. Yeah, sure. Cool. That's her. But she was like, I just really appreciate how Stephanie like wrote this book and how they're portraying like you really need to get married before having sex. I'm like when you're a freshman or a sophomore or junior. I mean, these these movies came out literally during my high school and the summer before my. Or maybe like the semester, like one semester into my co- my first. I think the first one came out in to- like the the winter of twenty two thousand eight. Yes, so I would have been um, a freshman in high school. Yeah, I think I was in my eighth grade year. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, I started, and I remember we would like stay up. I also know I sent you this Snapchat. I had short a short bob in high school, so I'd <laughs> flare it out like Alice in the first movie and yes. wore that outfit. And I hate myself for it every day. Please I think don't. about it. I think about this at least once a week. <laughs> Just like it's on your calendar to think about. Hey, I have an alarm set. <laughs> hey, you remember that time? You remember t- my anxiety? She, that's she's a bitch that never takes the day off, <laughs> and, and she works overtime when it comes to Twilight. It's okay. I told you this too, but I feel like I need to, you know, ruin myself oh, yeah. on this as well. <laughs> Let's um, go. We're in this together. <laughs> so you know that choker that yep. she wears yep. in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Well, they sold those at Hot Topic. <laughs> And you best believe this bitch yes. went to Hot Topic and bought that choker yes. and wore it literally every day of eighth grade. I don't fucking care. And I still have that shit. I still have it somewhere. Oh, preach well, it, baby. Preach just, it. just imagine, preach if you will, just imagine, picture it. Mm-hmm. 2008. Sicily. <laughs> middle school, Anna. Yes. Middle part. Oh. Um, it, it, uh, severe acne. Oh. <laughs> braces nothing nothing fits and everything is too big exactly also we had to wear like a semi-uniform in middle school it was like like red white or gray polo and then like jeans or you know something like that like plain pants awful yeah so i wore that and then a choker (laughs) the colon choker (laughs) just picture it it's just bad i'm pretty sure one of my school pictures i'm wearing the choker stop it's so bad i love it I can't. Oh my god. Anyway, so if you think you hate yourself, oh. you did that once. I did it every day. Oh, I did do that hairstyle once. I wore that outfit once. I didn't do ah. that hairstyle once. I well, did that hairstyle multiple times. You know what? Which is why now that the Ariana Grande like little hair flip thing is coming back, you know, like how she's got the it's like very either 50s or 60s or whatever, but it's like the big poof. And then she's got the, and yes. then it just flips at the very end. Yes. I have a little bit of PTSD with that flip. <laughs> you know what? And it's because of Twilight. But what I really want to go to right now is the growth that we have both incurred since Twilight premiered. Oh. And that is that we are no longer... Team Edward or Team Jacob, we are Team 
Carlisle. Team Ky- Carlisle for fucking ever. Okay. The things that I would do to that man. He is such a good looking man. Like, oh I don't get it. my God. So, I, I told you this too last night. So, whenever I went to the premiere. Is the premiere, yes. Of Twilight. Yes. I would, again, picture it. Eighth grade, 2008. Uh. Um. We went, like, the first night it went out, and it was, like, us, like, me and, like, my little group of girlfriends and our moms. Of course. And it was the same situation for everyone, like, all the girls and their moms. Of course. And I would like to pause real quick and just say, thank you, moms, for suffering with us. Oh, the mom, our moms were, like, in it. Oh, no. Our moms were twi moms, like, twi hard moms. Elizabeth was in it. Yeah. Like, in it to win it. Like, um. Christy, not so much, but my mother was. Oh, yeah. So, um. So we went, and so all the girls, all the moms, mm-hmm. not a male in sight. Of course. <laughs> um, and, you know, he he just kind of through the door yes. in the first uh, one. I heard the chief's daughter's here. Ah, I heard that he, literally everybody in that theater went, oh. <laughs> I wish I was joking. I'm not kidding oh at God, all. That's amazing. It was the funniest shit. I mean, even at the time, I thought it was hilarious. That is That is so, but also... Same. It's truly. Now, the very last Breaking Dawn, when his head gets ripped off, Man. everyone in the theater was like, <gasps> yes. And I think someone yelled out, no. I think like, I was that person. <laughs> like, I, I, I remember. I, I, You know what? I, I wish I could watch that scene for the first time again. That was a cool ass montage part of the movie. All I remember is feeling rage and suspicion. I I was I was angry that they had deviated, yes. and then I was also like, "This can't be how they do it." Yeah, and I I remember thinking that too a little like bit. Betrayed I, a little. It was very. I felt a lot of betrayal in that moment, I and then when betrayal, and then, then when like, like wait a second, the when it like it all comes out and it's yes. just Alice. I was like, Everybody. I felt even more betrayed. <laughs> Somehow, everybody in that theater was like, "Yes!" Oh like, my it god! It was like yes. fucking like Avengers Endgame, like oh everyone god, yes. crying, like "Yes!" Oh my god! Yes. So yeah, that's um, it's been a journey it's today. <laughs> I literally watched Twilight last night, and then I watched four, wait, three movies today. I will probably, f- I'm not probably, I will finish Breaking Dawn <laughs> Part 2 tomorrow. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this in the next episode. We'll circle back. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh my God. you know what? Sometimes it just be like that. You, you know, just gotta, sometimes, sometimes you just gotta, gotta do it. You just gotta sit down and watch Twilight and it makes everything better. Sometimes you gotta do it. It's fine. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, for those of you out there who are listening, who, who are still here, who are still here, but also who knew us at that point in our lives. Thank you for sticking with us. <laughs> we are better because of it. I'm pretty sure, like, all the people that I was friends with at this point, like, I'm, I, I don't want to say I'm, like, not friends with them, but we all just kind of went our separate ways, and I think it was because of the shame. No, there, the absolute shame. There are still a couple, and I know who you are listening, and I just want to say. We love you. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm better, not by much, but I'm better than I was. I'm, I'm at least a little more self-aware. I'm at least a little more self-aware. At least I'll hide the cringiness. I won't try and do that fucking hairdo again. I really want you to do it. No. <laughs> I just want, can I at least see a picture of it? 
I will find one. Oh yes, I will. If 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 they exist, I will find one. I mean, it's on my. It's probably on my Facebook somewhere. Oh my! I'm gonna go find it later. I will. I will help you find it. Excellent. I I'm I have my I have no shame. My shame is gone. Oh yeah, I. It's like we were talking about the other day. My my filter Mm -hmm. is gone. Mm -hmm. My shame is gone. Mm -hmm. I just don't care. Mm. It's fine. It's a real big mood. (laughs) It's a real big mood. So, mm. well, now that that's been uh, 25 discussed. minutes in, <laughs> 24, <laughs> Well, how about I um, get us going on this story here? Woot, woot. Woot, woot. Or, or, you know what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Never mind. You save it to end, end with? Uh, I'll, uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll see when the, when the feeling comes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You uh, just, do you know what I'm going to say? I have no idea what you're going to say. I'll tell you what, I'll say, I'll, you say the topic and then I'll say it. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I think I know what you're going to say. So yeah. we are going to talk about the murder of Judith Barsi. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that's what it was. And I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. I just. One tear. That's just all I can really say One about tear. it. Is it just, it, it, it upsets me. So I want to say my sources are, um, so it's kind of, so you said this before we recorded it's a pretty straightforward case yeah um i got my information from people.com a really good article done by the la times um my favorite wikipedia hell yeah Um, wikipedia because there's just like not a lot of background yeah it's just one of those that i mean it's it's in the name y'all it's just gonna ruin your day right yeah it's it's just really sad so i'm gonna jump into it Woo. Uh, when the Barnell family bought their Canoga Park, California home 20 years ago, they were excited for a fresh start in a new neighborhood. Little did they know, a tragic murder had taken place in the house just 13 years earlier. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We going this way. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> On July 25th. 1988, 55-year-old Joseph Barsai, a plumber, shot and killed his 48-year-old wife, Maria, and his 11-year-old daughter, Judith, in the house, then doused their bodies with gasoline and set them on fire before going to the garage and shooting himself in the head with a 32 caliber pistol. I didn't know the burning part. I'm upset now. Mm. Okay, well, uh, shit. All right. Yep. So, who are the Barsais? Joseph was born on November 26, 1932, in the, quote, rough industrial, end quote, area of Hungary during the reign of Admiral Horthy. I have no idea who that is, and I don't have any background on that. I don't even. Um, So an illegitimate child. Joseph never knew his father and suffered from social rejection and bullying by other children and his own school teachers. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wait, what year was he born? Uh, 32. Okay, yeah, so he was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it doesn't make it right. It's just like different times. Yeah, but can you imagine being bullied by your own teachers? (laughs) My teacher is a bully. My mom wouldn't believe me. Right? (laughs) My mom would be like, what did you do? Exactly. (laughs) No, I didn't do shit. I didn't do anything. I just go here. (laughs) I just go here. Didn't even go to school here. (laughs) Um, at age 19, Joseph fled his, um, now communist-ruled homeland after the 1956 Soviet occupation. He initially settled in France and married a fellow Hungarian refugee named Clara, with whom he had two children, a son named Barna and a daughter named Agi. I think it's A... 
A-U-G-I, but the A has a little thingy above it. I would guess Augie. Augie. I don't, I don't know, but Augie. 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 Uh, Joseph soon developed a drinking problem and began began to physically abuse his wife. Oh, no. You love to hear it. I don't. I don't. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> false. It's false. Um, they moved to New York City, and soon after, Clara left Joseph with the kids. Like she left. She left with the kids. So they left him. So they moved from France together. Yes, to they moved New York, from France to New York City, and then and she. Then peaced she out. She grabbed the kids and said, bye. Good for you, girl. Good for you. Um, She filed. So she just like left. And then apparently they tried to reconcile. And Mm. then she filed for divorce after he threw a cast iron skillet at her in a drunken rage. You know what? Okay. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. sounds about, sounds good. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. He can fuck right off. Right off. Uh, Shortly after the divorce, Joseph moved to California where he worked as a plumbing contractor there he met Maria, a waitress in the Los Angeles restaurant known as a meeting place for immigrants. Maria herself was a Hungarian immigrant escaping the Soviet occupation, and she was born in rural southern Hungary and suffered psychological and physical abuse from her father. No, Maria. I know. It's just like a recipe oh, for disaster. No. So you've got, you've got poor Maria who is in the cycle, yeah, right? Yeah. And she's just... She's trying her best, but she's in the cycle. Yeah. And apparent and they they speculate later that because Joseph was an illegitimate child and like didn't feel wanted, he they like speculate that he might think of all women because his like his mother basically had it had an illegitimate child. Yeah. I think he put the blame on his mom for never knowing his father. Yeah. And so he like hated women and kind of demonized all women, which yeah. is why he treated his wives this way. Yeah, it's her fault that yeah. he's illegitimate. Right. Whatever. Like yeah. they put the he put the blame on the woman. Yeah. And okay. so that they now they speculate, you know, wildly at this, but you've got, you basically you've got a recipe for disaster sure. with these two meeting. Oh god, that's mm-hmm. just <sighs> So the two married and Judith's birth quickly followed in Los Angeles, California, where she was raised. Okay. Judith Ava Barcy beat a 10,000 to 1 odds when she was discovered at a San Fernando Valley skating rink at the age of five and a half in 1983 and, uh, and was mistaken, uh, where she was mistaken for a three-year-old. Apparently she was very tiny. Wait, how old was she? She was five and a half, okay. but she was mistaken for a three-year-old. Which is, I mean, my cousin Evie, she's yeah. six, and she's t- she looks like she's four. Yeah, she's little. Like she's just little. So I under- kind of understand it. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, I was looking at a picture of Judith, and she, she's I mean, she so looks tiny, so young, so so young, so young. Um, her first commercial was for uh, Donald Duck orange juice, and she went on to appear anywhere but on any. She went on to appear in anywhere between fifty and a hundred commercials, several episodes on various TV series, and three major motion pictures. Hell yeah, she did. Um, her, apparently, her mom when she like really started getting into this, her mom was just like invested in her like just did everything she could to invest all of her time in her daughter to make sure she was successful yeah uh judith made her film debut in 1987 in jaws 4 
Yeah, four. The Revenge. Sorry, it's Roman numerals, and I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> for those of you listening and judging me, fuck off. <laughs> math is not... I was about to say math is not our first language. Math is not my first language. Math is not my first language. It's really not. And I have met some people where math is their first language, and whoa. Must be nice. Must be. Truly, I wish I were you. Nice. I do. Hmm. Um, and in this role in Jaws 4, uh, she played the role of Thea. I have no idea who that is because I've never seen Jaws 4, The I've Revenge. I've never seen any of the Jaws movies. Okay, back, can so. I? Sidebar. My mom hates Jaws. Oh, God. Like, we can't even do the theme song around it. Like, the... <laughs> we can't do that. We can't do that around her. She will literally freak out. Um, I watched Jaws for the first time. I do not think it is scary. I have a weird obsession with sharks. Yeah. Um, but I watched it for the first time in the fifth grade. Okay. So you were young. Young. A youngin. I, I was a youngin. But I'm try, the reason why I'm kind of, because I'm trying to remember, I don't remember which house I was in because I we moved we like moved out of our old house and lived with my aunt during middle school while we were like buying land and building the house that like I say is my childhood home, which is in the country. It's the one that you're in now, now that yeah. my parents are still in. Yeah, yeah. So it was either in the old house in town or in the country house. Either way, I didn't have a bed frame um, because we were either getting a new one or it was packed up or something. Right. And so I was, I literally had to spend one night on my mattress, but on the ground. Oh my goodness. So I watched it. Oh gosh. And then I slept on a mattress on the ground and my imagination is already wild. Oh no. And so I, I like I fell asleep fine, but I definitely had like a moment after watching this. But like I it's not scary at all. No. Like, it's not. No, it's I think it was just like scary for the times. It's oh. kind of like when we were talking about poltergeist. Like I didn't think poltergeist was scary. Right. Like it was supposed to be just like horrifying to us, so many people back then, but it's, I didn't think it was scary. Right. I and mean, I hate seen, horror movies. Right. I will. And also again, the eighties. Yeah. The exactly. Late 80s. It's very, so, it's just different, different I mean, uh, if we, perspective. If we go back to the twilights. I mean, you talk about the CGI there. And I'm telling you, we thought that was the coolest shit when we were Ever. kids. The coolest thing. Oh, it's not. It's not. I'll I'll say it anyway. Out loud. Vampire. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta gotta do it very breathy. Oh my god, she panted so much. She pants so much. I'm like, okay. Anyway, sorry. 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 The Twilight, y'all. Sorry, Twilight. It's it's a sad case. We just got we got to bring a little levity into it. Yeah. Okay, so back to back to Judith. Okay. Um, Some of her television appearances included roles on Saint Elsewhere. Elsewhere, St. Elsewhere, mm-hmm. um, Cagney and Lacey, and okay. Growing Pains. Oh. She was also known to be the voice actress for Ducky. Ducky! From Land Before Time. <laughs> this, just, a little, just a little movie. Just a, just a little, little movie. Little franchise. Some of, some of you may have, no. may not have heard of. God, I fucking love Land Before the Time. Oh, Land Before Time. I love that. I need to, I haven't watched that and so, I'm about to rent that shit on Amazon. Right? <laughs> like, okay. So I was telling one of my friends about this and cause I was telling her this is, this was the topic that we were going to do. Yeah. And I, we were talking about Lamb Before Time. She's like, Oh my God, I love Lamb Before Time. I was like, I did too. And all I wanted to do was eat a tree star. Why did they look so fucking yes, delicious? The tree star. 
the tree star. She looked at me like I was crazy, which fair, but <laughs> I appreciate you right now. No, uh, something about it. Why does, why something about, why was the way it was drawn made it look so delicious? They just made it look so scrum diddlyumptious. Like it's literally a leaf off of a tree. <laughs> it's a fucking tree Like leaf. I don't want to eat a tree leaf, but the tree star. Well, I, you know, and I think my thing with it is I like, I didn't really want to hold or eat it. I wanted to hold it. Like no, I just I wanted to like straight up it. wanted to eat it. I, I did have the I had my moments, but I think I really just was like, I just want to touch it. Yeah. So we had all, and I do mean all of the VHSs of all of the movies. All uh, like 15 of them? All of them. Holy shit. We had all of the VHSs. Wow. Wow. You can literally visualize me opening the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, they weren't the only ones, but they, that was a chunk of them. That was a good, a good was a, shelf of them. It was like a row of them. A solid shelf. It was a lot. Before time. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're so fucking good. So, yeah, they were great. And Ducky. Ducky. Ducky, Ducky was always so cute. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <sighs> Needless to say, she was a very popular young actress. Yes. This Judith. And um, she was, quote, or a spokesperson from Studio City said, quote, she was, a very su- she was very successful and every door was open to her. There was no telling how far she would have gone, oh, end quote. stop. Oh, God, I hate it. I know. Thanks, I hate it. Thanks, Jesus Christ. As Judith's career success increased, Joseph became increasingly abusive, jealous, and paranoid. You motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And would routinely threaten to kill himself, his wife, and his daughter. Oh, no. His alcoholism worsened and resulted in him getting arrested three times for drunk driving. Oh, no. Keep him in jail. Yeah, right? Keep him in jail. Apparently, during the Jaws movie production his he like actually stopped drinking for a little bit not saying like he was any better like i think he was still super abusive but he he stopped drinking at that point but he kept it up afterwards yeah i don't know why he stopped didn't really say why so um next the next door neighbor eunice daly um said that maria told her about her husband's abuse and daly told maria or Daly said that Maria was thinking about filing for divorce and moving to an apartment that she was using as daytime refuge. So like she, so like Maria, so they have their house, right? But Maria, like during the daytime, like was in another apartment as basically, and just would like come home at night. So she didn't have to spend so much time with him. Okay. Which is like, okay. Damn. Well, I just, I don't have any like, I, it's mm-hmm. it's so hard because it's like you don't like I and this is not me this is not me victim blaming at all at all but there are so many resources now please call somebody mm-hmm. if this is like your situation mm-hmm. I'll fucking find that resource for you right and, and it's, it's like and, it, and same thing to the neighbor like not the neighbor's fault at all I don't know what she could have done at this point in time right. I don't know what kind of resources were out there but like Call somebody. Like, well, and apparently you know, Daly encouraged her to leave multiple times. Like, oh, good. Like, okay. did encourage her to leave. Yeah. It's one of those things where Maria's in the cycle. It's yeah. hard to break the cycle. And we've never experienced it. And the, I know there is so much psychological trauma that occurs with that yeah. that I can't even begin to fathom. But there are 
it wasn't widely talked about back then. It's still not really widely talked about, but there is a more of a voice about raising yeah. awareness for domestic abuse and domestic violence. Um, there's more education about it. And like you said, there's way more resources. Yeah. So if you are a victim of or know someone who's a victim of domestic abuse and violence, please like, please find some resources. Yeah. Reach out. Hell, reach out to us. You yeah, don't want to trace seriously. back to any of your friends. Reach out to us. We got you, we fam. Got we'll, we'll figure you. it out. We'll figure it out. And there, and there are also, like, I don't really know much about them, but I've heard there are, like, a bunch of apps now that are, like, descri- uh, or uh, disguised as, like, mm-hmm. pizza delivery apps that you mm-hmm. can get. And it's, like, kind of, like, it's, like, a 911 hotline, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, get me out of here. So, I I don't know, but like mm-hmm. there are so many resources. But like Jordan said, call us. We'll come get you. We'll will, fucking we'll fucking load you up in the trunk and come I get will you. Literally <laughs> come get you. I will come get you. Yes. Like, the amount we'll of people, them. like the amount of people. One of my friends was being abused by her husband. They're now divorced, mm-hmm. and she told me about it. And I knew that it was going to. She was going to go back to him. Cause she just wasn't ready at that point. And I knew I had to support her no matter what, yeah. but I did tell her, I said, listen, while I'm in town, you're not, you're not going back to that house by yourself. Mm. And I went back with her to pack a go bag and we took her to her parents. And I, I, maybe it's written on my forehead. And I've said this a couple of times this, over the last couple of days, it's gotta be written on my forehead. Like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> Cause I'm not one of those that's going to make, like, I'm not going to make a threat and then not follow through. No. And I think this guy knew that if he came out, that I would kill him that night. Yeah. Cause I was like, he just like stayed in his room. Didn't he, he? he stayed like, in he, his room. He didn't come out and I didn't see him. I have, I've never, I haven't seen him honestly since probably since they got married. Holy shit. Like I really, ha- he I've, knew he fucking knew he, he knew. Listen, I will go toe to toe. Yeah. And that's one thing that I've always said. I'm like, I, I'm not going to make just an empty threat. I'm, I am here to protect women and protect myself. So again, I will come get you. We'll come get you. We'll, we'll load you up you. in the car. We'll go we get some water burger. At. Like it'll be great. Yes. It'll, we're going to get water burger. We're going to do face masks. <laughs> we'll have a whole fucking slumber. Party. We'll have a slumber party. We will get you where you need to go, and then I'm gonna hide a body. <laughs> and I'm just going to trail behind her with a shovel, Try just me. like. <laughs> <laughs> where are we going where are we going <laughs> so but there are resources out there seriously yes. we 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 use humor to um work through the terror that is domestic abuse and violence if we don't laugh about it like we, you we just will start cry. crying yeah but there are resources out there and we are very serious on if you've got nowhere else to turn to turn to us and we'll get you connected where you need to go yeah for real so continue on on with the story. Um, when Daly had encouraged her to move out, you know, several times, Maria would reply often that she had worked too hard helping her daughter's acting career to give up her family and her home. Mm. Um, but Daly said that there appeared to be a more pressing reason to leave. Um, Joseph had already threatened to kill them and burn down the house if they left. Um, Maria also said she planned to cash her daughter's $12,000 federal tax refund check 
um, before her husband could get a hold of it. So she like apparently was making a plan to leave mm-hmm. and like kind of had, was like getting the funds taken care of and was kind of going because Joseph had just become more increasingly violent with his threats yeah. about killing them. Yeah. So about 8.30 a.m. on the morning of the murder, Daly was watering her garden when she heard a loud bang next door. Quote, I heard an explosion and I saw smoke rising from the house, uh, Daly said. My first thought was, as I ran to call 911, was, he's done it. He's killed them and set fire to the house just like he said he would. End quote. Can you fucking imagine? Right. Like, knowing that that's what fucking happened. Mm -hmm. Like, just the gut wrenching feeling oh my god and again not blaming this neighbor at all Mm-mm. but like the but the, i can imagine like the guilt, the guilt like but like what could she what do you do like what do you what, what could she have done especially in this right? point in time again like when there weren't that many resources mm-hmm. available like what could she have done i think she oh i think she like, did all she could she did she encouraged short, her short of physically removing them herself yeah. so yeah i mean no i i, I uh, again I'm, i just want to make that clear yeah. i'm not saying that but like golly can you imagine i couldn't um another neighbor michael cut said he took daly's garden hose and opened the rear sliding door but could not get through the smoke to fight the flames so even he tried the bodies were found in a heavily damaged um home judith's body was found in her bed and marie's in the hallway they had both been shot once in the head Police said the pistol was found in Joseph's hand and a gas can lay four feet from his body. Quote, it appears a flammable liquid was poured on the child or on the child's bed, end quote. And that's from Police Lieutenant Warren Knowles. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not giggling at that. I was looking at my notes and then I looked over at Anna and like, I've never seen such pure shock on your face. Well, I... First of all, I, I sincerely hope that that little girl, I, I wish that she hadn't died that way, but I sincerely hope it was quick with the shot in the head mm-hmm. and it just ended. Like, mm-hmm. the, I, that's all I can hope for at this point. But can, the fucking monster mm-hmm. pouring gas on his baby girl mm-hmm. and then setting her on fire. Mm-hmm. You motherfucking bastard. Mm. Yes, Bridget. God damn you. Mm. Wow. Oh, yeah. I was like... Fuck this guy. Yeah. He can fuck right off. Right off. Um, So, I mean, that is... That's the case. Like, it's kind of open and shut. Like, that's the case. Like, he did it. Um, So, I will leave you with this. Uh, Judith was known as a polite girl with perfect manners. Mm. She was described as adorable and precious. Yes. And there's no... yep. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. And there's no telling what career she would have had if her life wasn't cut so short. Ugh, baby girl. I know. Um, have you seen pictures of her uh, gravestone? No, am I going to be upset? Yeah. Let me look at yeah, them real look quick. At it. Here, I want to get your live reaction. I won't tell you. Okay. I'm going to get upset, aren't I? It's just going to like kind of hurt your heart a little bit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go cry now. You want to tell the audience what you're looking at? I'm looking at the gravestone, and it's got like a mountain with the sun coming up, and then a cross, and it says, "In memory of the lovely Judith Ava Barcy, 1987 to 1988, quote, our concrete angel." End quote. Yep, yep, yep. 
<laughs> oh, I hate it. I wonder if that was like written or if that was something she did. I don't know. Because it's very like, I don't, I don't know. It's probably written, but like still, it's like very her. Yes. You know? That's yes. A lot of things you see about her. It's like, yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. yep. Mm. So. Yeah. Anyway, that, I that just is... thought I wanted to like ruin your day. Just a smidge God, I thought I was gonna be day ruining, but <laughs> you you really I went all in on that. Hand. You really dug, just really just really cut below the knees there. Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah. Damn. Mm. That's that. You know, it's very like it's it's very straightforward, but it is just so fucking much. Awful. I mean, like holy shit. And I don't think a lot of people know about this. Like this little this little rising star mm-hmm. just cut off. By this fucking monster and his and her poor mom mm-hmm. who just wanted to like just wanted the best for her daughter just wanted to give her daughter everything you know it's it's awful I hate it um there's there's a lot of unchecked mental illness there oh oh yeah I, that is so that's just, there's a lot to unpack there there's there's, there's a lot so much there's I mean. There, I feel. I mean, I you could you we could go back and forth for hours mm-hmm. about nurture, nature, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I do think that you kind of have to have a monster already inside of you because there are so many people who go through that shit and don't kill people. Oh yeah. So I, you know, I I kind of think you have to have that in you already to some extent. But damn, that yeah. I mean. I, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So well, like you know, again, you know, on the nature versus nurture, you have people born at similar times gone through similar experiences brought up in similar homes one yeah. turns out to be a serial killer the other doesn't yeah the, so, the other goes on to cure cancer or something. yeah like, you, so, know, you know so is it is it nature is it nurture and then you have then you have people who are brought up in great homes who murder mm-hmm. people brought up in shitty homes who don't and like rise above yeah and then you have the ones that were brought up in shitty homes and do murder. You know, like it's yeah, it's just it. You really, I mean, I, I agree. Just, I think there has to be a little bit of a monster inside. Yeah, just a little, a little chunkier soul missing. Yeah, I mean, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm no, I'm not a psychologist. Oh yeah, but no, I am not that. I don't know. Like, it just, it's wild. Mm. It's so awful. Mm. Mm. Well, shit, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. You know what? I do what I can. Fuck right off, Joseph Barcy. Yeah, Barcy, right whatever off. your name is. What if that is your real name? If that is your real name. Ugh. Well, well, you want to watch some Jonas Brothers? I guess. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I'm falling asleep over here. That's fine. <laughs> if you fall asleep, that's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Well, in the meantime, y'all uh, uh, follow us on all the things. And if you have episode suggestions or feedback, email us on all the things. And uh, we love you. And uh, really, we will come get you. We, we, we will come, we will come get you. Come we'll get go you. get Whataburger and do face masks. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But uh, we love you. And good night. And bye. Bye. I, that was bad. I'm so sorry. You went so aggressive. I, I, it's, it was I, like a really aggressive what? bye. But you You're know right. what? Shh. Bye. Bye. <laughs>